Hello, welcome to another Speak In Flow podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. We are going to delve into an important topic, especially for my heart-centered leaders out there. Uh, you care about your relationships. You care about the people that are around you. And so this is about negotiations and not just negotiations, um, any type. We're talking about negotiations with empathy, negotiating with heart. And this is crucial, especially for your relationships. Let's face it. Even if you think you're not negotiating, you are. You're negotiating with your uh, clients, your, your manager, your colleague, and those kids. Those kids are really good negotiators. And so when we think about these people that we are talking to, having crucial conversations with, we're negotiating. And these relationships are important to us. They're not just people that we see uh, coming in and out of our lives. They're in your life. And so when the relationship is important and it matters, this is where negotiating with empathy will really help you. And so what is negotiating with empathy? Negotiating with empathy is leading with the genuine curiosity of the other person's opinion, genuine understanding, really trying to understand the other person's opinion and valuing the relationship over your position. And when you can do that, I promise you, you can find alternative outcomes. And that's what we're going to dive into today. Because I know that um, it is difficult. Relationships and communications can be difficult. And, and negotiating with somebody that has a completely different perspective is challenging. Because you want what you want. The other person wants what they want. And then so we go into negotiating, fighting for what we want. And as heart-centered leaders, when there's a conflict like that, more often than not, we will tend to shy away. We will tend to avoid it, not try to go there, acquiesce, and then we end up feeling resentful on the inside. So that doesn't feel good. That doesn't help us feel empowered. That's not a, an appropriate approach. And it, it and when it lasts for too long, what ends up happening? We end up getting built up, our emotions get built up, and then we explode. So then we go on the opposite side of violence, and we start yelling and behaving and speaking in a way that does not resonate with us. And that's not who we are. That's not who we want to show up as. So it's either acquiesce or being violent. Those both are not negotiating with empathy. And it doesn't generate win-win outcomes, as you know. So how do we get back to negotiating with empathy? And it's more important than ever in our world today that we learn how to do this. We need to be able to have more relationships. We need to be able to have connections. And we want better outcomes. We want win-win outcomes that keep the relationship intact. And so this is what, this is how we do it. Here's three key fundamental things that you want to remember. The first is start with heart. Yes, starting with heart. So going into your own heart and mind and making it a point to lead and um, listen with your heart, value the relationship first. So it all starts with you. You make a commitment to value the relationship on your end. And keep that commitment. 
say, you know, this relationship is more important than this position sometimes. Or it's more important that I keep this relationship so that I'll keep on talking to this person until we find a win-win outcome. I know that it's out there. So starting with your own heart and your mindset, making that commitment, then I'm going to go into this negotiation and really try my best to understand the other person's perspective and suspend judgment. This is the key point. I know it's hard because a lot of times we want to go in to judge. And this is going to take me to my next point, which is listen with presence. Listening with both ears. How many times are we listening and we're just listening with one ear and then we're thinking about what to say, we're criticizing what the person is saying, or we're judging it? That's really not listening with presence. Listening with presence is really suspending our own thoughts, our own judgment, and really getting curious about what the person is saying, getting curious about where it's coming from, asking the right questions to find out where this person is coming from. And then also listening for the words, look for their body language, focus on their body language. That will give you a lot of information about where the person is coming from. And so listening to the feelings underneath too, not just the words. And I'll give you an example. The other day I am at home and I was cooking dinner with the family and I was thinking about a couple of things and I wanted to go take a shower and my dad walks in and he's like, Hey, can I help? And I said, sure. Hey, can you, you know, put the vegetables, uh, remainder of the vegetables into the pot? And he got frustrated. He said, you're not thinking this pot is not big enough for the remainder of the vegetables. I immediately got triggered because I don't like it when people tell me that I am not thinking because it makes me feel stupid, especially because my dad and the past used to say that I'm not smart enough. I immediately get triggered and, and I get frustrated. I'm like, it's an easy fix. Let's just go get the pan and replace the vegetables with a bigger pan. It's not difficult. So I raised my voice and then he stormed out of the kitchen and left. I went to go take a shower and then I, I, I paused. I was thinking about it. It then occurred to me that he was just wanting me to be more present. He wasn't saying that I was stupid. It occurred to me that he just didn't have the proper words. He just wanted me to just be there with him to cook, right? He wanted me to be more present with him. And so not just focusing on the words, but his underlying feeling of what he was trying to tell me gave me a huge clue. So then I went back and I told him, I said, it was not, what I meant to do. It was not my intention to get upset. And so let's go back and cook. I, I value that we can cook together. And then, so we did, uh, he, he, we went back to the kitchen and all is well. And so this also leads me into the last point, which is speak with empathy. When you speak, speak with a collaborative mindset that your relationship matters first. And so using inclusive words like I value our relationship, our, we, I know that you have had some concern and so have I, I would like to have a chat because I value our relationship. I really am genuinely interested in understanding where you're coming from. And so that opens up a sense of safety. So using these type of words 
that will draw the person in. And so they don't feel like they have to constantly defend their position. When both parties are defending their position, and you're only trying to get your way or the other person wants to get their way, then you're staying surface level. Just reminding yourself that the relationship is more important and going down a little bit lower beside just the position. There's another uh, concept that I want you to know is going down into the interest. When you value the relationship, you're going to genuinely want to hear the other person's side and then commit to finding out the other person's interests and then letting the person know that you are there to find a third option. There's more than two options. There's three or four or five. So I'll give you an example. If you wanna go to an Italian restaurant and the other person wants to go to a Japanese restaurant, that's a position. And it seems like there's just two ways. But then if you dig deeper and you ask questions, and you genuinely want to learn about where the person's coming from, you can ask them, hey, I hear that you want to go to a Japanese restaurant. I sense that you're upset that you want to go. So let them know that you've heard it. And what else can we do? What else can we do? Where else can we go? What is the reason why you want to go to the Japanese restaurant? Well, I want to eat healthy. Italian food is greasy. It's, it's disgusting. Um, it's too oily for me. And for on my end, if you wanted to go to the Italian restaurant, your interest was just, hey, I just wanted to spend time with you. I just wanted to eat some salad. I like the salad, salad at the Italian restaurant. Perhaps you can go find another restaurant, a third option that satisfies both of your interests, the underlying interest of, of why you wanted the position in the first place. But that requires that you're just not buying for your position and really going in with the genuine curiosity of the other person and then um, belief that there is a third option out there. And so when you commit to that and you speak with language like that to allow and let the person know that there is a third option. There are other opportunities, are other um, interests and other possibilities. Then the person feels safe and you can both get a win-win outcome. And not just the win-win outcome, but your relationship is connected. It's your, there's trust. And that is what is most important. By the time we're done on this earth, we remember how we have felt with people. We remember all the good times. And so let's have more experiences like that. Have more experiences where we can navigate these difficult times with a genuineness, with the ability to also communicate our true feelings so that we can both understand each other better, both feel more connected, both build stronger relationships. And that is what negotiating with empathy does. And so remember, the next time you're going to go into an important conversation, remember the three key fundamental steps, which is speak, oh, start with your heart, commit to the relationship, commit to valuing the other person or understanding the other person's perspective. Two, listen with presence. 
listen um, with refraining judgment, listen by truly trying to understand. And then third, speak with empathy, speak with your heart, speak with inclusive language, know that you can find a third option. It's out there. Third, fourth, lots of possibilities. It's available to you as long as you're managing your own state, managing your emotions, and continuing to remind yourself that the relationship is more important. And when you do that, I am pretty sure that the other person will also feel that. And they're going to be more open to also finding out other possibilities out there with you. And so when you could both do that together, you're going to have more fruitful, meaningful relationships, a happier life, and make more positive impact in the world. And so together we can make a positive change. If you've liked this episode, uh, I want you to just write a fee- some feedback for me. Give me a good rating. And I appreciate you until we meet. Speak in flow, speak with your heart and lead, lead uh, with confidence and courage. Thanks for joining the conversation today. Are you curious on how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow? Come grab my free self-assessment at speakinflow.com forward slash assessment. This assessment only takes a couple minutes to fill out. You will get your results within five minutes. See how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow and an unshakable confidence. Take the assessment, click on the link in the comments, and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast track your career. Join us for the journey.